guys week four of the imperfect podcast welcome back my name is hannah irving and in this podcast we want to recognize the earthly relationship between a father and a daughter what it can contain what it can lack and how it can greatly impact one's relationship with their heavenly father now a little disclaimer for this week's episode i have been homesick for every day this week so far so i apologize for the raspy or hoarse voice um also i want to apologize for the lack of interviews um i was really hoping to interview someone this week but it didn't work out with being home so just wanted to get that out of the way but um over the course of the next few weeks we will hopefully be interviewing more people that have experience in these specific father-daughter relationships and dynamics and just get their insight on how their relationship differs from others um with this podcast um i also just want to highlight how the lord provides opportunity for redemption even in these lifelong family relationships guys we are going to jump right in to chapter five of joseph devito's interpersonal communication book now on page 130 he says nonverbal messages come in different forms we must learn to use them and respond to them for greater interpersonal effectiveness now in a nutshell nonverbal communication as you can probably imagine simply is communication without words Um, So I'm just going to dive right in to talking about the principles of nonverbal communication. Now, in this book, he introduces these principles as um, just describing the power of nonverbal messages. Um, There are seven principles that help us dive into the study of nonverbal communication. Um, So I'm just going to go over and examine these. Um, The first one is expressing emotions. Now, these are used to communicate varied emotions and their strength. Um, The next one is interacting with verbal messages. So, verbal and nonverbal messages interact with each other to accent and to complement and to contradict and to control, to repeat, and to substitute for each other. And the next one is managing impressions. So while we form impressions of others, we also manage the impressions that they form of us. So using different nonverbal signs and strategies to achieve their different impressions of us, impressions of us. For example, in order to be liked, you may give someone a warmer smile or give them a pat on the back or a warmer handshake. Or in order to be believed, you focus on eye contact and use open gestures. Um, Another one is forming relationships. This is number four of the seven. Um, It's so important to be aware of how we're communicating with our actions and nonverbal communications. While we communicate affection and support and love nonverbally, it's also easy to communicate displeasure and anger through nonverbal signals when you think about it. For example, focusing on eye contact as opposed to glaring or avoiding someone and making them feel unwanted in the conversation or relationships. Um, Nonverbal communication is also powerful in structuring conversation. 
while we're in a conversation and when we give and receive cues that show we're ready to speak, to listen, or to comment, these cues regulate and structure the interaction. These cues are nonverbal ways of communication progression in the conversation. Um, the last principle of how nonverbal communication, like what it can affect, is influencing and deceiving. Now, this one's interesting. Influencing others through what we say and like through our nonverbal signs and signals. For example, a focused eye contact communicates commitment. At the same time, we have the potential to deceive people in communication. To mislead another person into thinking something is true um, when it's actually false or vice versa. So a common example with this is using eyes and facial expressions to communicate a liking for someone when you're only really interested in gaining their support in something. Or if you think of customer service expressing a certain type of liking to the person with your eyes and with your facial expressions but you actually cannot stand them you know things like that um i think we all have experience with this and the power of how nonverbal messages can strengthen or change attitudes beliefs and values again those seven principles are examples of the power of nonverbal messages and how we see nonverbal messages played out in different interactions. Um, up next, I just want to touch on channels through which nonverbal messages are sent, um, specifically body messages and how it's important to be intentional with our postures and body movement. Um, I see this to be very essential in father-daughter relationships. So we, um, throughout this whole assignment, we are tying it back to our specific relationship. And this podcast is talking about father-daughter relationships. So specifically on posture, I think open and closed posture is so important in conversations with anyone. But if we're talking specifically about a father and daughter, um, from a father's standpoint, you want to make every interaction with your daughter feel welcoming and open. So sitting, crossing your arms or with your shoulders and body turned, not making eye contact. Those are all unwelcoming and closed posture. Um, and it is super important to make your daughter feel welcome and vice versa. Okay, when you are receiving instruction from your dad or you're in a serious conversation, you don't want to be sitting closed off because then you can be perceived as closed off emotionally and mentally and not prepared to receive whatever he's telling you. Um, other types of body movements are emblems, illustrators, effect displays, regulators, and adapters, which he goes over um, in chapter five, specifically um, on page 138. Um, going back to the principles and how we see this played out in father-daughter relationships, I think um, one of the most important things um, is influencing and deceiving. So it's really easy to, you know, give a smile and focus on eye contact when we really are deceiving the person for how we're actually feeling. Um, I think it's really important to fully communicate with your 
body signals and your body messages and your nonverbal messages that you are all in that conversation, caring for that person and being completely honest with those things. Also, structuring conversation is super important um, in father-daughter relationships. So again, structuring conversation is when we're in conversation and we give and receive cues and signals. So think about how you need to be progressing the conversation with your cues when you're ready to speak, to listen, and to comment. I think these are really intentional things that you can be working on as a daughter in conversations with your father so that it's not one-sided and so on. recap we went through the different principles of nonverbal communication and the importance of body messages and body movements and I wish I could go on for hours about how we can see these specific things be played out in father-daughter relationships and communication interactions but unfortunately we do not have time so look forward to next week's podcast podcast number five where we will just keep diving into content i'm super excited to do that with you all thank you so much for tuning in just a reminder that in this podcast we want to recognize the reality of an earthly relationship between a father and a daughter what it can contain what it can lack how it can greatly impact one's relationship with their heavenly father super excited to dive into more content with you all next time sorry again for just the sound in this video sorry for my voice sorry you had to listen to that for 10 minutes but i think the idea of nonverbal messages um this is really important to think about we need to think about how we can be intentional with our nonverbal communication to make sure that we're not hurting the people we love so thank you guys so much for listening and i will talk to you all next time